Hey guys, Emma Rose Kenny is in the house, aka Deb, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin.
That's awesome. And I'm sure it was a proud moment for everybody yeah, on was. set. Um, totally. Just because you have grown up with her, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much. We were all so happy for her. Yeah. And it's so empowering because, you know, we don't have many, it's unfortunate to say that we don't have that many successful women directors in Hollywood. You know, and she's beautiful director, so good, so talented. And I don't know, I really could see this going a long way. And I think it's inspiring. That's think, awesome. Mm-hmm. The way I would describe it, in the, in the spirit of which this is intended, um, in some sense, I couldn't even tell that Emmy directed it because it matches the tone of every other episode yeah, I think, so yes. well. Mm-hmm. Literally, whenever we get like, um, not whenever, if we get a random, not a random, I'm being so rude. <laughs> if we get like a new director who we haven't worked with before, you know, sometimes it can be a little scatterbrained because we all, it's interesting to get different perspectives is kind of what I'm getting at, but sometimes it'll like change up the pace or like the right. the, the mm-hmm. vibe or whatever of the episode. So it was interesting to be able to work with Emmy who's been every single episode since the very beginning and is literally like, in my opinion, the root of the show. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So sure. I think Definitely. really, really good experience. Nothing but positive things to say about it. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, and you've mm-hmm. done some directing yourself. Yeah, that's what yeah. I want to be when I'm older. That's so cool because um, I saw that you directed a short film titled The New Girl in Town. Oh, yeah. When, when you were young. Very young. Mm-hmm. I haven't in a bit. I'm, oh, man trying to get back into it i'm gonna go to film school when i graduate next year i'm graduating this year but next year for film school congrats that's big to be able to uh balance you know your working life and school that's pretty amazing i think it's important i may take a gap year but i'm not sure yet just chill out just to travel kind of i don't know make movies on my own is there a certain genre of film that you see yourself directing or being a part of i like um Kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't even know the specific genre. Kind of just like those. Um, what's a movie that's similar? Palo Alto. Have you seen that movie? James Franco film. I've not. Unfortunately, is that like an indie type movie? Yeah, kind mm-hmm. of just like indie movies with. I like indies. Yes. Yeah. That's exact it. So that's I do cool. indie films with like um, raw emotion and. Mm-hmm. Good writing and good, good writing, yeah. mm-hmm. real actors. You know, I don't want it to be staged because I, you know, you could tell it's just inauthentic. Sure, it's kind of like Shameless the movie. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, to be honest, it is very, it is very real. So, how did you get mm-hmm. into directing so young? Because you don't always hear that as like you know you hear mm-hmm. some kids doing commercials and stuff like that when they're young, which you did, but yeah. directing is like a whole new beast. Yeah. Literally, I've always my dad is a writer. Oh, okay, and um, I've always been. Literally, since I was young, my mom has, like, culture-shocked me. Like, since I was young, I'd go to museums, like, every weekend and stuff. And, um, you know, we, she'd introduce me to, like, these amazing movies, like Alfred Hitchcock, like, mm-hmm. um, Scorsese. You know, just, like, so many classics, you know. I grew up on Mary Poppins and uh, right. The Sound of Music. I broke, um, like, four D VCRs, is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah. Of Mary Poppins, because I watched it so much when I was, like, <laughs> my mom always says. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I think that just kind of being in that environment um, makes you want to create of your own, create something of your own, and not just sit back and watch. Yeah, you know. And I want to do it more like a low key way, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, <laughs> Would you ever direct something your dad wrote? Um, he doesn't write scripts, but yeah. he writes. Um, I would though. That'd be interesting. <laughs> he actually wants to write a script. He's been talking about making a documentary, which I think would be interesting. Oh, cool. But, um, yeah, my dad's, like, a sports writer. He used to work at the New York Post and then as a sports journalist, and then he quit his job to come out to L.A. with me seven years ago oh, wow. to do the show because I wouldn't have been able to. My mother's a full-time lawyer in New York. 
Okay. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, now my dad's working at a newspaper up here. Sweet. Doing, like, sports and politics and stuff. He's liking it. That's great. I know. I saw mm-hmm. him reading a book out there. Yeah. He tonight. I'm he like, oh, like he looks like a smarty pants. <laughs> <laughs> He's the smartest person I know. My dad's an Aquarius. There mm-hmm. you go. Mm-hmm. Very smart. Creative. And that's another mm-hmm. water sign? No, no earth sign. sign. Air sign. Air sign. Air sign. Ah. Everybody, Jeremy's an Aquarius, and he plays lip on the show. Yes. And um, I always, he's always like, um, I tell him like a lot about his like astrology sign. He's an Aquarius, but he's on the cusp of Pisces. He's like February seventeenth or something. And um, I'm always like, man, I'm like Jeremy. I'm like you're such an Aquarius. I'm like you're such an air sign or whatever. He's like, I'm a water sign, Emma. It's Aquarius, Aqua. I'm just <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same. Yeah. Like, you know, me and Jeremy are on the same page. Because I'm like, like Pisces. It's a fish. Yeah. Why is it not in the water? Yeah, it's really interesting. <laughs> um, so let's we'll talk more about we'll get into uh, a lot more about you and your personal life because I'm sure our fans would love to hear more about that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about the show first. Um, so I want to talk about the Russian dad here for a second. He's um, Pasha. That's his real name. Yes. Oh, in real life, Pasha. Yeah, Pasha. Pasha. Or kind. Does he actually speak? A lot of Russian, or is he learning Russian just for the show? I feel like he does speak Russian. I don't... I think he speaks Russian. Okay. I know know Svetlana's... Yeah. Yeah. Izzy's accent's so good. It's like you never know. So good. It's crazy. Literally, like, I remember when she first started doing the show a few years ago, I truly didn't know that she was American. Like, like I did. (laughs) She's a great actress. Yeah. So talented. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. We are still hoping to get her on the show. Mm -hmm. She'll come in at some point. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, Well, she's a little sassy today. (laughs) Svetlana. <laughs> yeah, she is. Uh, not that she's not always, but she's extra sassy because... Just wait. Let's see something. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better. Oh, good. Um, because Kevin V are uh, kind of upset that she's just giving her dad so much free reign with their children. Um, and, you know, this episode we see some questionable things from the dad. Like, in Russian, he's saying that they have soft lips and soft they're, yes. they're going to make so much money later on in life and some really, you know, funny things to us, but alarming things to, to parents. Serving with giant knives. Oh, the, my God, the, the apple. Yeah. Well, and we he didn't do anything wrong, really, this time, and they're kind of going to allow him now to stay around and help more, but I'm just seeing it going down, down a bad road. What do you, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I didn't like the south soft mouth comment at all. <laughs> that was a big red flag. But um, so, yeah, I'm not quite sure yet what he's gonna do. I don't have that prediction ready yet, but I, I, I think something's not gonna be good. Julia, what do you think? Yeah, well, I don't know because then there was at first again. I was with you. I was like, oh, something bad's gonna happen. But that sweet moment at the end with that the little photo is <laughs> unexpected, and I was just kind of like, oh, maybe he's turned a new leaf, and you know. Maybe he regrets what he did to his daughter. And just I slip on. I can't see your name. Sorry. <laughs> yep. There you go. Um. You know. Yeah. I. I get his. I'm. Uh, I'm starting to learn him a little bit more. Um. You know. I don't know. The the fact that Svetlana is okay with him in some sense. We've trusted Svetlana up to this point. So you kind of have to just trust it a little bit. Um. I don't know. For me, the knife thing. I. I'm okay with that. I think I've eating apples off a knife before when you were a baby <laughs> and didn't know what a knife was you know you gotta learn early and it wasn't just a little steak knife i mean i don't know i, I don't know. do that with nutella world's worst parent goes to <laughs> film so there but, you go yeah well yeah i don't see it going well but i do think that 
in the meantime, right now, he's helping out. Like, it's helping the bar. They're all getting to work and still getting some sleep now. We saw Kev had an extra, like, two hours of sleep. And um, so I think for the immediate future it's okay but i like the way they tricked us for now too like with him measuring their foreheads you know yes. which later is for the hats or the wood, right. you know, whatever but it's like it did it was a, a good little trick that the shameless writers like to do to us yeah and uh also funny seeing them try to describe the relationship of him to yeah. the daughters because you know svetlana and v are married but he's the but he's married to the dad and then they're the stepdad you know it was just it was just crazy mm-hmm. but funny Yes, indeed. Yeah. It sounded like a high school girl trying to explain like what the story. Mm-hmm. No offense to high school girls. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so what about the relationship between um, this is one of my favorites still, Carl and Dominique's dad? And I, when we were watching, was like, "Oh, that little bitch," because she opened the door and was like, "What are you doing here?" And I love that her dad was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. If I have a daughter that doesn't listen, I don't listen to my daughter." And they, now they're hanging out. Are we surprised at all? Because oh, sorry, <laughs> we all start talking that it's basically probably rape because he's in college and she's like 14 years old. Right? So are we cons- With Dominique and her boyfriend? Yeah. So is it concerning that the father is not trying to, like, press charges against this guy? I mean, I know they, they took him in, like, she's still... With she him, was, right? Yeah. It didn't, it didn't sound like he really, anything happened to him, right? Like... Yeah, it's somewhat alarming. The fact that she's only grand for a month, I thought she'd be grand for, like, 12 years. <laughs> well, especially yeah, I've never seen the, him again. Right, especially with the length of, you know, punishment that he went to just to go into the fraternity house, yeah. like brought the SWAT team, you know? But maybe that's just for us to assume that maybe he scared him enough. I don't know. I don't think we're even supposed to think about it because the relationship with Carl and her dad is so funny and now, you know, they're going to the shooting range and he's being (laughs) a father figure that Carl hasn't had with him giving um, advice Mm -hmm. to go to to military school. Mm -hmm. Do we think that's a good uh, play for Carl? I personally do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think it's. I think all the Gallagher's eventually need to get out of um, their comfort zone and not necessarily the South Side, but you know, branch out and experience life. Pay. Push up the mic just a little bit so we can hear you better. There you go. Mm-hmm. Is that better? Mm-hmm. Much better. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, yeah, like you know, when Lip went to college and stuff, and I guess when Fiona went to prison. And like, yeah. <laughs> Ian went uh, AWOL a few mm-hmm. times. You had a baby. Yeah, Debbie. Debbie was the. Uh, Camp, yeah, camp. Which you right. had to be, oh, yeah. or where she was about to have to be. Well, I thought that was a, that was an interesting point. Uh, I don't know if it's this is the start of something, but um, we're breaking up the family. It seems like everyone's mm-hmm. sort of starting to go their very separate ways. Uh, I mean, the fact that we even uh, we we got a blowout between um, V and uh, Fiona. That's right. a huge thing, mm-hmm. um, and that didn't get resolved. And I don't think it's going to get resolved for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very nervous, and I, I like the end that everyone's sort of. Uh, resumes over at uh, Pat Patty's pie, Patsy's pie, um, but it's it's a very strange feeling. It mm-hmm. is strange, but in some ways, I was really kind of happy watching this episode. Um, not because I want to see the family broken apart, but it was really nice to see each kid trying to kind of create their mm-hmm. own, you know, lives for themselves. Because really, their relationships have been so dependent on each other um, that they really aren't, you know so much individuals in that sense it was really always relying on their family 
So I kind of I liked seeing Lip um, and his work and, you know, trying to figure out that stuff and then talking to his teacher about his future and maybe not his family because Fiona doesn't get why he has an unpaid internship. And, um, you know, Ian making a whole new group of friends and Carl with military mm-hmm. school. Like, I, I kind of enjoyed seeing the individualized storylines this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think it's, it's, it was one of my favorite episodes. It was just the way they, they did touch on every single one of you guys. And, mm-hmm. it, and to me, it, it, <laughs> I feel like at this point in the in the season, in seven seasons, you're going to have to start figuring out what their lives are and what the next step. So I like getting the little glimpse True. of what might be the future. Yeah, it's really interesting, I think. What about Fiona mm-hmm. leaving the house? Do we expect that? Do we think that's going to last? I don't think it can I, last. Yeah. <laughs> that's such a small room. Like, I mean, she'll... <laughs> no shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think she was just upset with Lip and just left for a bit. But yeah, maybe it's a stepping stone and she'll get, get another place somewhere else. I mean, I remember the last last episode, and I think it was you're the biggest culprit of this, JJ. I think. Uh oh. No, I did. Last episode, <laughs> you said like, oh, the the look that Lip and Fiona gave to each other. Oh, everything's lovey dovey. We're all good. Um, you know, it was just kind of a dig, but it was a playful dig. And no, she really wanted to say like, f you, buddy. Do you we like that, that she's saying f you to him? I think what I are think, your thoughts on that? I think I said I thought that he was appreciative that she was standing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. I don't think I said sh- it on her end. But I thought I thought she was making her point. But I thought he was like, "Hey, Fiona's got some balls tonight." Like yeah, yeah. I thought to me, he wasn't like Matt. So well, he had balls so tonight when he yeah, says, "Like, oh, yeah, how much does sure a did. how much does a manager make?" <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But that was I mean I, I like it. I mean it's a real brother sister fight, you know. For like sure. like it's, that was bound to happen for this long. <laughs> You know, and I actually, I liked her getting mad at the fact that she's like, I've done all these things for you, you know, so you could get your GD, GED so you could, or I got my GED so you could right. go to college. She, she made all these sacrifices and here he is again going with a plan that might get him eventually in, in trouble with the law or, you know, knew it wasn't going down a, a good route again. So she's just like, I just can't be around right. to see this again for all the sacrifices I made. Mm-hmm. As Debbie and being his younger sister, how... How do you feel about his uh, unpaid internship now that she's, you know, making you guys all pay your bills? And do, are you rooting for him to succeed or do you, are you like, he needs a new job so that we can all just live in this house? No, I think Debbie's always kind of rooting for Lip. I mean, maybe it'd be more ideal if he was getting money at this internship. But, I mean, that's what an internship is. Like, you know, it's the stepping stool and it's an unpaid experience. Like, you're getting paid an experience. Right. I think Debbie kind of Debbie sees that more so. Yeah, I think so, too. He's just focused on kind of the bigger picture. Debbie's always Mm -hmm. been very accepting. Yeah, pretty much very accepting. Yes. Very, very accepting, which I think is a really nice trait. Mm -hmm. Not judgmental. I I, I think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Debs and uh, Lip, to me, always had a great relationship. You know, like, I I think they've been able to talk. They have a very genuine relationship. I always kind of say this, but um, uh, I feel like Lip and Debbie are kind of the intellectuals or whatever of like the Gallaghers, you know, they're more, you know, Lip is clearly very street smart. Debbie's not that street smart, but you know, they're both very um, book smart and just people smart, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like socially, but like, you know. Well, it's true because they always yeah. said that you were, or at least when we have been watching and watching your character grow, that you were always much more mature for your age. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, we've always said that. And, uh, yeah, I can I can definitely see how they would be like the two intellectuals of the family for yeah, sure. Yeah, they're both very. I, I just Jeremy and I as well. We're both from 
Brooklyn originally, and um, Cow Gardens. So it's pretty cool. Like I don't know, Jeremy's literally the best. Like literally, the true, like the realest, just the truest. We were happy he got an Instagram. Yeah, you guys yeah. got him to get on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that was just so trying funny. to get off. He just got <laughs> off. Yeah, right, man. I know. I was there when he made it. That's so funny, mm-hmm. and I like that he made we were his name. Forcing mm-hmm. him. Finally, I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. funny. I posted, I, I took his phone and then I posted a selfie that he had on his phone. <laughs> I don't know why. I posted it from his <laughs> yeah. phone on his Instagram. And he saw it and he was like, whatever. Yeah. And then Chanola deleted it like an hour later. Aww. She's like, Jeremy, she's like, you can't be posting selfies already. Like, Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> she's hilarious. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> We've had her on and she's super nice. <laughs> I literally love Chanola. Very much the mom of the family. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. Totally. And has the most rockin' bottom ever yeah. seen. <laughs> Insane. She had a baby, yeah. what's what's this month? October? Yeah. She had a baby in May. November. Isn't that crazy? What am I doing? <laughs> June, July, August. Four months ago or so. Maybe five, whatever. Mm-hmm. She had a baby and she literally looks amazing. Yeah. Like, just not a single inch of baby mm-hmm. fat or anything. But, you know. Yeah. So she eats a lot of, like, cupcakes and stuff. And <laughs> she's like, she's <laughs> she just she she works out a lot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Motivated. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's cool. Um, so uh, we let's get into the conversation that I said that I'm going to have kind of some trouble talking about because I'm very confused, is Ian and Trevor. He meets a new friend, Trevor. Um, and we find out that Trevor is uh, transgender. But the way he explains it, Ian has no idea what he's talking about. And eventually we get to that group of people where they're talking about all different kinds of, um, you know, I guess, labels for whatever their sexuality is. And I I didn't understand any of it. And I'm sure I'm not the only one, but I also I didn't think, want to sound totally um, I think, let me, let, me, let, me, let me help you out. Yes, please. <laughs> um, no, I, I think in some regard, right, um, Shameless has done things quite well and especially with Ian's character um, the, the fact that you know I mean still Mickey and Ian get touted to this day as like the best portrayal of, of a gay couple on TV mm-hmm. right um, you know so they pushed that envelope and, and, and in a way educated people right and so I think this is supposed to somewhat feel overwhelming um, yeah, to so normal mean. viewers but we're gonna learn you know, right. I, I don't think I don't think you can learn unless you start to be exposed to it and and kind of mm-hmm. like with with uh, Ian ask those certain questions and be like, okay, it's better to ask rather than to assume. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so our, sorry, you go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say I feel like the show kind of um, we kind of the camera is one perspective, if that makes sense. Like you know, like I feel like the audience is just like one collective being that sounds so weird but like we watch you know what I mean we watch the show and everybody kind of feels the same emotion because of the camera angles and the mm-hmm. just the directing style and um I guess just the interpretation of it all I don't know that sounds weird but that's kind of what I, I agree with you on saying that it was overwhelming for the audience to be mm-hmm. in that room because you really feel like you're there right mm-hmm. that's kind of a better way you know yeah and I guess mm-hmm. you relate to Ian in that sense um, that you are, like you were saying, learning and trying to understand everything mm-hmm. that's going on um, and just really listening and taking things in. And still making mm-hmm. mistakes. I mean, the fact he, well, right. she, he, yeah. wait, no, them, what do I call? Yeah, and mm-hmm. him saying them, it, well, there's only one of them, and the girl is kind of like, <laughs> you It's kind know? of sad because it's not like, um, he's not trying to be insensitive or right. disrespectful. He, he just is on, educated on the topic, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think it's kind of mm-hmm. nice that... Um, Elliot is like the nicest guy. He's so he's so kind and so sweet. But um that's his real name. He plays Trevor. Trevor. But um 
I think it's kind of sweet because, you know, Mickey kind of, you know, was obviously clearly like the bad boy and would bring mm-hmm. Ian kind of into those places of, you know, dark but serious like passion and romance and emotion. Mm-hmm. But I just think that Trevor is a lot more stable and more positive, and I think that that's really good for Ian, for mm-hmm. anybody, for right. everybody. Yeah, yeah I agree. Definitely. Yeah, and I liked he even made reference, you know, to Caleb, but him kind of not not feeling comfortable in the, in the, that relationship that he was in these, you know, boring. I can't remember exactly what he yeah, said, yeah, but the dinner seem, parties, yes, and, and the boring people, and that you know. Yeah, so yeah. it does seem like this is more like he's interested and he wants to learn about these different, you know, yeah, different people and be favorite. open to more things like this. Well, and again, any group of people that's not judgmental is great for him because with his disease, everybody immediately comes to some kind of conclusion about him. Mm-hmm. This group of people is not going to. Do that with him. That's a great Mm -hmm. point. Which is, yeah, perfect. Yes, Mm. that way he can. uh, And he's under control this week. We went back to work, Mm. which was good to see. So his meds are under control, and he's balanced again. And um, we love seeing that Mm -hmm. for him. So that's good. Um, Yeah. So Lip was my favorite storyline this week, and his job because we finally figure out what (laughs) What the hell this job does, (laughs) and so we figure out that they are. Okay, let's see if I get this right. They're a fantasy sports company that's um, they process making money cards. on credit cards. Mm-hmm. They yeah. process credit cards for fantasy sports. That's the quote. Mm-hmm. Okay. What does that even right. mean, though? I exactly. <laughs> they, so explain it. You were explaining it to JJ in the... In <laughs> because that's what I asked. Yeah. <laughs> like, so what exactly? I was explaining the fraud part of it. Yeah. Um, right. It'd be like if you... Let's say just California. Uh, you couldn't do something in California. Well, guess what? We'll reroute you and pretend that you're in Mexico where it perhaps is legal and then, you know... It's all good. Interesting. Right. Um, that's the way mm-hmm. I interpret it, if I'm such wrong. It's a lip job. <laughs> yeah. It's such a lip job. Right? Like, uh-huh. he thinks that they're, you know, they're all being hired because they're all so smart, and in reality, they don't have to do anything but pretty much just hide the fact that this company is illegally gambling for people all over the uh, all over the country. Well, that, that was the interesting part. When he gets upset, he's like, I'm upset that they got caught. Right. Because he's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to... I'm going to figure this out and yeah. do it better yeah. in a way. Isn't that what happens like when you get in trouble with your parents or whatever and they're like, oh, they're like, how oh, are you upset about this? If it was something dumb, you're like, you yeah, know, you're just like burned, you got caught. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Were you surprised that the professor was kind of in on it and knew about this whole situation? Um, yeah, I was a little mm-hmm. surprised and I was definitely surprised that the track that he wants him to continue on mm-hmm. is a track of fraud and, you know, he suggests going to Wall Street and burning some people there for, you know, to make a shit ton of money and then dealing with it after mm-hmm. because you have so much money, you can get good representation and whatever. Yeah, I was definitely surprised. Yeah. yeah. He's always been a weird mm-hmm. mentor. I'd, you think y'all? that, that yeah. he's going to push him to be better? But he doesn't. But he does. It's just always this he's really weird. Back pushing and forth. him to not be him. Mm-hmm. He's because he gave him the track of what he went through, becoming a professor and teaching at a university and all that stuff, and you know, gliding through the next forty years, just boring. He's like, don't forty, not do four. That. Yeah. That's why I said forty. Forty. Said four. What? Sorry, forty is what mm-hmm. I meant. Yeah. But it was kind of sad when he's like giving his three options and like only one's kind of viable. Yeah, and right. Like, and, and it was still an average one too. Like, and it's yeah. stupid. Like he, he's proven even in the past to have like good business skills. Um, okay, they were always fraudulent. Um, I forget when, like when 
they did a fake concert and had uh, him, he would park these rich kids' cars and, like, there was no concert and then they were paying for a valet. Right. And a, that's, you know, again, fraudulent behavior, but got the business <laughs> skills. He's extremely smart. Mm-hmm. I think there's way more than three options. I think that professor was wrong. <laughs> well, and I think the yeah. takeaway from that was him saying, who ran today when the cops came? And he was like, I did. And he said, and who else? And no one did. And he said, you need to be the kind of person that doesn't need to run away from anything because he's setting himself up in a way that he's working the business so he can't get caught. And again, I was kind of like, all right, not good advice, Mm -hmm. but probably the advice he's going to take. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially because, I mean, you know, uh, the the one thing that he's never had is, as he says, a fuck ton of money. Right. Um, And so, you know, that's that's what he's going to try to aim for, and that's the way... He sees these people being judged as as long as they can make, quote unquote, a fuck ton of money, mm-hmm. everything's all good. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame him for looking at it like that, though. Growing up in the conditions that they grew up in and wanting to, whether Fiona believes it or not, help the family um, with that money, I, I don't blame him for wanting to make a shit ton of money. Fuck. Fuck yeah. ton of money. <laughs> He's getting correct. Right. So. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Shit ton there's money. another. There's the, the, another the, way to make a, a fuck whole ton of money way. legally. Yes. Would you like to tell the people what that is? Sure. For, for an actual legal way to play fantasy sports, there's DraftKings. <laughs> Which is, is so ironic, by the way, that we were telling you about this today with this episode. It's amazing. Uh, but yes, don't don't get um, don't get caught in that. Do it the legal way. Yes. Um, so, by the way, so DraftKings, it's um, you know with fantasy football in full swing. Um, you know, this is I'm, I'm sure you guys play fantasy sports, and the last thing you want to be uh, doing is be tied down to a season long commitment because injuries happen, uh, players go up and down, and then you're stuck with them. You don't want to be stuck with them. Um, you know, uh, DraftKings allows one week fantasy football. That means no season long commitments, um, and never again will injuries affect your uh, affect your lineup. Um, and thank each... God, Phil. No. <laughs> Aaron Williams got hurt today in the Bills. Way to go. That's who I was referring to. But with DraftKings, It doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, That's right. Each week uh, is a brand new season. Just pick your contest, draft your team, and follow the action live. Renew old rivalries with friends and play them every week. Or try 50-50 contests where the top half of all entries win cash. Hmm. Um, All you have to do is go to DraftKings.com now and use the promo code AFTERBUZZ. Um, and you get a chance to win your share of over a million dollars in total prizes. So definitely check that out. Eligibility and restrictions may apply. See site for details. Sweet. Code AfterBuzz. That's mm-hmm. right. Awesome. Thanks. No problem. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens with Lip next week. At least he took the iPads. I was, grabbing, I was mm-hmm. glad at least he grabbed those and got out of there. And then it was really nice to see him take that to Fiona at the end of the yeah. episode. Um, with, you know, the system downloaded already for her to use credit cards and, you know. Nice POS system. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's great. I liked that little. I like that, too, his little peace offering. Mm -hmm. We're good now. Yeah. Yes. Better. Mm -hmm. Better Better now. Better. For sure. Um, So Fiona is trying to take Patsy's Pies in a little bit of a different direction this episode uh, to make more money, which they definitely need to be doing because they, you know, Sean had put that place in such a rut. And she figures out that all of the kids that are going to the clubs only go to this one place because they're serving alcohol. It's the only place that's still serving alcohol. And even though they don't have a liquor license, they're just putting it in mugs and, you know, they can get away with it. So she decides that they're going to do that. And it's actually a huge success. They make a ton of money. A lot of kids come and the whole, you know, the whole family shows up later. Um, 
She still gives Deb a, Deb's a bit of a hard time there, though. She's really hard on you the last few episodes. <coughs> I think that Fiona kind of looks at Debbie and sees herself and doesn't want Debbie to go down that kind of same road. You know, Fiona's doing better now, but, you know, kind of in the past when she was going through, you know, some stuff when she went to prison. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was many seasons ago, but um, kind of just, I don't know, the mistakes she's made. Right. She doesn't want Debbie to follow through with. But yet you can still see the love that she has for you, though, when she's standing outside and um, smoking a cigarette and she's looking back at you. And um, you can tell that she's just kind of like almost relieved in a way that everyone's back together in this one place and everyone's Mm -hmm. smiling and laughing. 100%. She truly plays the... She's just like a mother, I feel. Like Mm -hmm. Fiona. Yeah. It's really, really beautiful. Can you talk a little bit about, like, now over the years of the seven seasons, your relationship with her has changed a little bit where, you know, like, especially last season where you got a little more angry and so just, Resentful what's that, yeah, how's that, that, that ride been for you? Debbie being pregnant okay. last year. Um, I mean, it's interesting. <laughs> I think it's just kind of following the arc of life. Like, you know, when you're 10 years old, like, you and your mother are lovey-dovey most mm-hmm. of the time, you know, not stereotypically. Right. And, um, you know, when you get to your 12, 13 years, it's a little bit more, uh, uh, testing the boundaries, and, and there's just a part where there's just pure resentment and rage for just no reason at all, just you're stressed out and taking it out on the wrong person. But, um, I think that that's kind of that, but I don't know. I'd, I'd personally like Debbie and Fiona's relationship to get closer again, and, um, gentler, you know, mm-hmm. back how it was back in the day. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it, well, it, it's always been tough because um, with Fiona, there's the good Fiona, but as Debs has always been quick to point out, like, you're also not the best role model, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of Fiona, because, again, mm-hmm. going back to the jail part and, you know, her troubles with all the boyfriends and everything like that. Mm-hmm. I think Fiona's, like, kind of one of those people who um, is, like, a bad girl who wants to be good, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, um, I don't know. I think that Debbie is kind of the opposite. Debbie's like kind of the good girl who wants to be bad, so she kind of doesn't really understand Fiona in a way, mm-hmm. or she does in kind of more of an ignorant way, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. I've weird theories on it yeah. all. No, that's I yeah. mean that's why you play such a such a great character, mm-hmm. you know, and thanks. Why we watch along and enjoy the ride of mm-hmm. every character and that's all crazy. of the relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Um, do we think that Fiona continues... Uh, do we think the, these parties and everything are going to end up working in her favor? Not if we continue inviting the cops. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I said yeah. when she gave them the invitation. I was like, the cops? What? Okay. Yeah, I don't know what that was Yeah. Keep your enemies closer. Yeah. <laughs> your friends mm-hmm. close and enemies closer. Right. I think they're, maybe they're in on it. Or it was her way to be like, that's okay. That's so eerie. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so creepy. That <laughs> 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 is true. Yeah, but that, they look like they were exactly having right. a blast. Yeah. yeah, they didn't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess that makes sense to invite the cops. Because if the cops are there drinking and stuff, like, the cops aren't going to call the cops. Mm-hmm. Right. Arrest people there if they're chilling too, you know? Mm-hmm. Right, or if the cops do come, they're like, oh, everyone's good, don't mm-hmm. worry, they're being great, it's mm-hmm. fine. True, that's smart. That's, yeah. See, that's like the street smarts that... I personally don't have <laughs> that the Gallagher's do have. Mm-hmm. Um, not to jump around, but one thing we didn't talk about, and I just saw it in my notes, we we can't skip over Kev in that horse costume. Do you remember, were you there when they were shooting him? In his, <laughs> well, he was, was in a, a gag. And a... Yeah, he actually, 
It's a weird thing to say. He yeah. took like a selfie. Oh, I love it. <laughs> and then he showed it to all of us a couple weeks ago. That's amazing. In like his trailer before, like in this like, oh, I don't, I, I, you know, I didn't watch the episode, but right. so I haven't seen it myself. <laughs> well, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, not that he looks awesome. amazing. His body is really nice. <laughs> the tail was always a nice said, added but, touch. Oh my God. It was just so funny. Uh, fun fact on that. Amy yes. was tweeting and she said, if you actually want to go look up pony play online oh yeah and was like googling this yes before. but apparently like, there's lots of videos online and, and then she, there's a particular one that uh, a show that she watches and they did an episode about it so go to her twitter feed and you can find the episode that she referred to if you want a little more pony play action tonight and that's like a fetish for people <laughs> it's they a just like, well yeah. because the best line in the entire <laughs> episode was Svetlana and she said in my country if you insult someone's father you get sent to the farm to fuck a horse <laughs> One of the best lines. I it was. Heard. It was. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, the fact that they had an actual. Um... I got another line though. Yes, while we're ahead. at it, I did like Carl's. Um, oh yeah. Alpha Sigma gonorrhea. Your toast. Yeah. <laughs> that was I love Carl. Me too. Yeah. Um, you guys are close in age in real life, right? Oh yeah. He, we're both seventeen. Ethan's my best friend as well. Aww. So that's great. pretty cool. Yeah, we're literally like siblings. Like he's literally like my brother. Well you really did grow up together. A hundred percent. So I like, mean he pretty much is. Yeah, there's literally nobody else in the world who um we have the exact same experience. Yeah. You know, and that's really kind of a comforting thing. Oh yeah. Because not many people have that. And we're both only children in real life. So oh, wow. it's it's interesting and yeah, that's a great bond mm-hmm. to have. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Is there anything else on the show that we want to Frank. comment? Oh, Frank. we got to talk Frank. The homeless shelter. Yeah. We absolutely have to talk about him. The oh, hero God. of the town, as the newscaster said at the end. Um, Frank's trying to save their house, and he's still getting food, it looks like, from the church, because he was serving them food as they were walking by. Good breakfast. That was very good breakfast. Yes. Yeah, um, it looked pretty good. Right? <laughs> Yeah. I saw in that uh, one, t- one scene, the, the mac and cheese. Yes. <laughs> and um, he's having them clean up the the neighborhood so that their neighbors try not to kick them out. But um, that's not working very well. So he gets the news to come, and pretty much this sob story is on TV about how this him, the local guy, is trying to save this homeless shelter. Um, you know, Frank being Frank and just doing everything for himself. So, Of course he picks the kids that he picks. <laughs> Yeah, you know? standing out on the porch with him. Yeah, yeah, and of course yeah. it's raining, so it all uh, helps the cause. Yeah. Right, but Phil, were you also excited? You're always talking about the lesbians, and we saw the I return won't... of <laughs> the return of new lesbians. New lesbians, I think. yeah, yeah, different lesbians. Different. You know, um, I don't know where the Lisas went. You love them, yeah, but this is uh, the new les. You know, there's a, there's a, there uh, the gentrification of this town continues. Yes. Um, and obviously, all these signs are there, and I don't, I don't know. You know, it, it, it's tough. I, I you know, I, I get Frank's points, um, and the only reason I'm not fully on board is because it's Frank. Uh, you know, otherwise, if it was somebody else, if it was someone like Fiona making the stance, then I'd be like, oh wow, okay, this, this, yeah. maybe there is something to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always torn on this, and I, n- I never know how to ultimately side. Right. Because even Trevor says it like, oh, all these people, they say they want to help, and yet here they are putting up the signs. Again, mm-hmm. I still don't know how he, they're allowed to be in that house. He literally just took yeah. a house. Like, that, to me, yeah. is just still kind of unrealistic, so I don't know how they're still there. But 
Uh, otherwise, it's funny. He's having him steal an air conditioner from the school. And, you know, it's, it's Frank. It's Frank and his antics. Yeah. So, but, uh, I mean, in his own weird way, he's he is helping. You know. New uh, Fiona is still... Mm-hmm. Killing it, <laughs> girls killing it. I love, I love. Oh yeah, my the shot. way she she's was just sitting like today. Goal. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. She's yeah, she's funny, and I still love that Fiona said that. And the new the rule: new if you're gonna do a trick, go block away or whatever down the street. <laughs> yeah, I saw a guy yelling at a light pole about the guy that he murdered last night. That was funny yeah. too. Oh man, yep. Yeah. The neighborhood's a little weirder. All right, well, let's get into some predictions. What we think is going to happen next week. Don't look at me first. Let's now, do you're after Buzz TV. Some fun lighting. <laughs> I like it. Phil, uh, start us off. Uh, well, in the first. teaser, we get uh, gentlemen first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get Frank, and we get Kev, and then um, and and then Carl wants to be proven that he's basically half black. Um, so yeah. that's what we're teased <laughs> with. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think in terms of Frank, I wonder where, where it's kind of fully going. I, 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 you know, I do want to see it turned up a notch in terms of its seriousness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, believe it or not, I, I actually think this season's a lot lighter um, than previous seasons. Um, yeah, I think so too. Um, which isn't just a bad. Wait, though. <laughs> no. yeah, it's going to be a slow we, burn. We've got to just wait yeah. from an inside source. <laughs> um, so it's interesting to see. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm slowly preparing for that moment because they always do do that mm-hmm. to us um you know and uh i, I don't i don't i don't i never understood i didn't understand what kev was doing because they were kind of figuring out some legal stuff with the babies and it, they were adopting everyone was adopting each yeah. other's kids so that they all legally had a kid custody of mm-hmm. the children yeah because yeah yeah that's really all to say about that all right. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I do want to see kind of how Lip responds to kind of things that are going on. Um, and kind of go from there. Okay. Juliet. I think everything's going to blow up. <laughs> I think that trio is going to blow up. Um, maybe them trying to get custody is going to get them in trouble. Because isn't polygamy kind of illegal? I think it is. I think you're not allowed to have two wives, technically. Well, Kev's not married. Kev's not married. Oh, Okay, well, still something bad's gonna happen. <laughs> I feel like every um, you're gonna get in trouble. Something bad's gonna happen with you. <laughs> <laughs> you're not done. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have. I wish I had a good, real, real prediction for this episode. I mean, the upcoming ones, but I'm excited to see what comes next because I know they love to shake things up. And yeah, I'm excited. Can I skip mine and just ask her another question? Yeah, tonight? of course, Okay, please. so I'm going to ask you a different question. So if you could play any other Gallagher, like, who would it be and why? Totally Lip. Yeah. Yeah, his character's but. so complex and, like, <coughs> he gets to do fun, I mean, just, like, simplistically saying, he gets to do such fun, like, crazy action scenes and, like, just, like, badass, like, like he's just a badass. Like, it's <laughs> such a fun role. I love to play Lip. Oh my god, I have such a sore throat. Oh, that's okay. I know. We won't make you talk too much longer. (laughs) Tell tell us about the rap party last night. How was that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had our rap party last night. Season 7. I didn't go last year because I had bronchitis. I feel like I always have like problems. It must be something around this time of year. I think so, actually. That's true. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it was fun, you know. It's always nice to be with everybody who you work with in a, you know, non-work environment so you can actually just talk and, you know, see everybody in a different vibe and it was nice. 
Is it always bittersweet knowing that you guys won't see each other now for totally. a long time? We a do long, have but... two more days of filming, and then we have okay. a week in Chicago for this season. But um, then it's going to be a you know a bit before we're all together again. I don't I don't know when. Right. Um, or I don't know about I don't know if there's a next season or anything yet. Okay. But um, we hope. Mm-hmm. I hope so. We definitely <laughs> yeah. hope so. We all hope so. Right. Well, the British one was eight seasons, so I feel like you know I think uh, eight would be. Apropos. Bill Macy wants to do 10 seasons. That's his goal. Yes. I like that. He's great. Yeah. He, what is it like awesome. working with him, too? He's Literally, he's amazing. such a joy. I, I always tell him this. He has just the kindest eyes that I've ever mm-hmm. met in my entire life. Like, truly. Like, it, he, there's just no judgment. Like, I truly feel like I could say anything to Bill Macy, and he would never judge. And he gives such true advice. And um, I feel my scenes are... I'm at, I'm at my most relaxed state of mind when I'm doing scenes with Bill Macy. I mean, not, you know, in general in life, my right. most relaxed state, but, like, you know, on set. Mm-hmm. Out of everybody in the cast, he's the person I feel most at ease with when working. Cause Interesting. He, just, he helps so much. He gives you so much to work with, so much to work against, like, so much passion and just no judgment, which is really important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does seem like a really cool guy. Really nice. Really cool guy. Nothing bad to say about Bill Macy ever, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Um, I was reading that you love animals. Mm-hmm. Love animals. Yeah. And you volunteer at, uh, you know, shelters and everything, and that actually a dream of yours, and maybe it's changed now, but uh, would love to open a animal shelter. When... No, I still want to. I'm yeah. still down to. <laughs> um, yeah, I totally still want to. I, you know, I haven't... I, I don't know. I have, like, a lot of things I want to do. I'm, I'm pretty in- interested in activism and stuff and um now I can't see I'm uh, I don't eat meat okay sorry one sec <laughs> I get it I have contacts glasses are annoying I'm so blind and you're back there we go <laughs> amazing am I you're you good mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> okay there we go now we're chilling <laughs> what was I saying? Just like you have a lot yeah. of dreams other than, oh, yeah. you know, acting. Totally. There's so much to aspire to and accomplish in this world. You know, we've got to do positive things. Why not? Mm-hmm. Why do mm-hmm. negative things, you know? Is there any work in the near future for us to look forward to with you? Um, work? Other, you know, different other, um, projects other projects besides Shameless? Oh, well, hopefully over hiatus I'm going to do something. I literally have, like, not even been reading many scripts at all. Okay. Because it's been so busy with the show. But, um... We're about to wrap, and I really, really, really want to film a movie over hiatus. I want to do a role mm-hmm. so different from Debbie. You know, I want to, um, I want to be in this business for a long time. Yeah, like I, I truly love acting. You know, I don't want to be in the business in the sense where it's like, you know, all the phony people and like, in the business, like, oh man, what do you do? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Not yeah. that, I love to I just, act. Yeah, I just yeah. genuinely like to act and like to be around creatives and like, just vibe on set in different worlds. Like it's, it's really weird and. I don't know. I have, like, a weird way of speaking, but... That's awesome. Well, I think you're going to be around for a while. I think we're going to see one of your films in Sundance. Yeah, that's my prediction. That is so my dream. It's so funny you say that. Picking it up. Sundance. Yeah. Wow, that is so funny you say that. Mm. I've always wanted to do a movie in Sundance. Well, you're going to make it happen. Direct or write. (laughs) We're excited to see what the future has to come. Yes. Yeah. 
thank you so much for coming on. It was great yeah, talking to you and yeah, learning you. more about you. And yeah. uh, our, our fans are going to love it. Awesome. So, it's live? You. Yeah. This is live. Yeah. People can see this right now. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you can watch it later if you want to, even though we know you don't like to watch your work. So, yeah. Uh, JJ, where can everybody find you on social media? You can find me at JJ Jurgens and Twitter, JJ.Jurgens on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Bonjour Juliette. And follow us here at AfterBuzz TV. And by the way, when you do make your next movie or, or just a movie in general, uh, we have a sister network called Popcorn Talk. So definitely uh, come on by. Yeah, yeah. Totally will. We'd love to promote. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys can fi- uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Haley Clover. Thanks for watching. Subscribe on YouTube, and we'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.